Katie Taylor versus Cindy Serrano. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, as usual, I want to remind you guys, hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So we have Katie Taylor, who comes into the contest 10-0 and with 5 KOs versus Cindy Serrano. 27 wins, 5 losses, 3 draws with 10 KOs. Let's jump into the odds straight away. We have Katie Taylor at minus 3,500. Yes, that's minus 3,500 straight. Cindy Serrano plus 1750. The fight is a title fight, but in women's boxing, they only go 10 rounds in title fights. And the rounds are always two-minute rounds. Let me say straight out of the gate, I don't like it. The women have proven themselves both in MMA and boxing to be high-level competitors. I believe they should be given the same opportunity to go 12 rounds and three-minute rounds in boxing. Just like in MMA, they're given the same opportunity to go five-minute rounds and in title fights, five rounds. Boxing is lagging way behind here. I don't know what the hell the problem is. I don't even know. I can't. I get this how it started back in the uh, Mia St. John days and the beginning of boxing when uh, it was something new and they weren't sure and it was a lot of unskilled fighters going on. I'm not saying Mia wasn't skilled. I'm saying in that era when it first started, there was a lot of unskilled fighters who hadn't had the opportunity to do it, hadn't trained, no amateur background, all of this. That's all changed now. There's absolutely no reason that women fighters shouldn't be able to go 12 rounds for title fights and always fight three-minute rounds just like the men. So let me get that rant out of there, but it always bugs me. I've talked about it on social media before. So remember that when you're capping women's fights, it's one of the reasons the overs and decisions are always so high, not to mention that most of the time the women don't bring the power like the men do, so a lot of times they go rounds. But when you're talking about a two-minute round, in 10 rounds, they fly by. Literally, the bell rings, it's a minute 59. So, I mean, you can see why these overs are usually crazy high. So, fight goes to a decision. Fight doesn't go to a decision. Again, 10 rounds, even though it's a title fight. Fight goes to a decision, minus 227. You're looking around, plus 180, 190 on the fight doesn't go to a decision. Uh, Serrano, we got Serrano wins uh, by decision at 18 to 1. Taylor wins by decision at minus two. Taylor wins by TKO KO plus 175. And Serrano wins by TKO KO 18 to 1. The fight is a draw is 25 to 1. So you can see straight out of the gate, they are expecting the fight to go to a decision and they're expecting Taylor to win by decision. When you look at this fight on paper, Cindy Serrano is by far the best fighter that Katie Taylor has fought. Again, that's on paper. Taylor only has 10 professional fights. She's got that 50% knockout ratio, but her competition is nowhere near what Cindy has faced. Obviously, she's got almost, what, over 30 fights. There's a big gap in opposition there. Now, 
when you factor that in, you also have to factor in the styles and look at what they bring to the table as far as how they match up. The only big problem I see with Cindy is that she tends to push her punches. She's got 10 KOs and 27 wins. Obviously, she's not a huge puncher. But I, if I had to pick between the two, I think Katie Taylor actually is probably the bigger puncher. And I don't really consider Kaylee, uh, Katie to be a big puncher. So that pretty much tells you what you need to know about what Serrano brings as far as the power game goes. Um, she's a game for sure. She's tough. She's never been stopped, but she tends to push her punches. She doesn't really pivot. She doesn't really put her weight behind there. And that could be a problem because I think Katie has a speed advantage that when I look at this matchup, that's the biggest thing to me that stuck out is Katie has a speed advantage. Serrano is more of a aggressive in your face type of fighter where Katie likes to judge distance and use timing. She likes to go in and out, in and out. She doesn't like to crowd herself. So I have a feeling Cindy Serrano is probably going to be the one pressing the fight. I don't think Katie will necessarily have to move and box and be slick and counter like that. I think she can stay in front of Cindy and use her feet to move in and out. And that's how she generally likes to fight in her pro career. She likes to fire off and then she'll take a half step back, a full step back, maybe a step and a half back. And then her opponent has to reset. And then she's just always hopping back and forth between that distance where she can fire off and then just be out of range for her opponent's counterattack. And I expect that to be more of the same in this fight. Again, on paper, Cindy is the toughest person she's faced. And when you look at those odds, when you're looking at those, the first thing you realize is the fight goes to a decision and Taylor wins by decision are fairly close. So even though the straight lines are really lopsided and it's going to be considered a mismatch by the books, there's a lot of hype around Katie right now. So I'm not sure if that line is kind of inflated. I kind of kind of lean towards that that straight line being kind of inflated with as much experience as Serrano brings and her toughness again having never been stopped in her five defeats so this could be a case where a lot of people are high on Katie she's looked really good she's shown fast hands good boxing ability good timing good distance and Cindy's more of a gritty type of fighter. She's not as flashy. So that could be part of the reasons why you're seeing this line. In fact, they only opened uh, Katie at minus 3,000 and the public better up to 3,500. So you can see there's a, the, the books thought it was a mismatch and the, and the public liked it so much that they even moved the line higher. I would stay away from the straight bet. I always tell you guys this, once the lines get too high, it's not worth the risk versus reward. So who do I think is going to win? Well, I, get, I do give the, fave, the, the edge to Taylor. I think uh, her hand speed will probably be the deciding factor, especially when you're talking about a 10-round fight with two-minute rounds. There, there's not a lot of time to do a lot of stuff. And when you're more of a gritty, wear your opponent down, come forward type of fighter, you need that extra minute. You need the extra two rounds. You need as much time as possible. And again, I don't think Cindy's going to bring the power necessary to the game to hurt Katie. One thing I don't like about Katie is she keeps her hands very low, especially the lead jab hand, very low. Uh, you can get away with that at a certain level, and then you've got to have supersonic talent to be able to do it at a world-class level. 
that's something that I believe probably needs to be rectified, but we are talking women's boxing here, so they can get away with a little more flaws, a little more errors, a little less technique than men could in a comparable divisions. That's simply because there's more competition, there's more male fighters, and so the female fighters can get away with doing stuff that the male fighters can't. So could she continue to keep this flaw and still win? Yes, of course. We've seen that many times with many women's fighters over the decades that have flaws but continue to win. That could be the case here. I just like technique. I like the uh, correct way to hold your hands, the correct way to punch, the correct way to move. And Kaylee, uh, Katie's good in a lot of areas. I just see the the low hands as a potential problem in the future, depending on who she matches up with. So being that I believe Cindy is the toughest fighter she's faced, I believe the straight line is inflated, but we're not going to bet that anyway. So that's kind of a non-issue. So you need to look at uh, Taylor wins by decision or the over. Um, personally, if you buy into that Cindy's going to be tough and it's probably going to go to the distance, it's just the way they match up. Again, Cindy doesn't bring a lot of power to the game. Katie has the flashier, more snap on her punches, but Cindy's proven to be tough. She has the experience, the competition that she's faced is better than what Katie has. I would think it's probably better to go with fight goes to a decision than to take Taylor um, by decision. You're not going to give up too much more by by doing that. And that just really covers your butt in case that experience and toughness from Serrano pulls a huge upset. I mean, that's really basically it. If you don't think Cindy has any chance at an upset, if you don't think she's the best person at Katie's fault, if you think that Katie's going to dominate and just be able to win the rounds easily, then you can look at that Taylor wins by decision. But again, you're not giving up too, too much by going fight goes to a decision. As far as how would Cindy win, I think it's the same way Katie would win. I think you would have to take uh, Serrano by points. In all honesty, I, I just don't see her bringing that type of power to, uh, to the match um, to be able to hurt Katie and knock her out. She's not a big puncher anyway. And like I said, she pushes her punches and I believe Katie has a speed advantage. So I think Serrano will probably be a step behind the whole fight. And again, the fight's going to go fast. Now here's one caveat to that. The Cindy Serrano decision is sitting roughly like 18 to one. Her straight line, depending on the book is only like 1750. I've seen it as low as 875. So you've got to look at your book and look at what straight line they're offering on Cindy and then look at what the decision is. If you're getting 1750 Cindy Serrano straight, don't take Serrano by decision at 18 to 1. That doesn't even make sense. Like just in case something crazy happened, it's worth giving up those 50 points right there to take Cindy uh, straight at plus 1750. Now, if your book has her at like 875 straight, I would advise you to take the Serrano by decision at plus 18. So you guys can see what I'm talking about there. It really depends on what kind of straight line you're getting at your book and then what kind of decision line you're getting. But there are books where that's messed up like that, where basically Serrano straight is almost the same as her by decision. It makes no sense to, to pin yourself into the corner and only allow yourself one way for her to win when you're going to get basically the same exact line straight. So that way it covers your butt any which way 
that you choose. So that's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.